Colin's been the heart and soul of our team. Uh, uh, we have some good leaders. He's he's been the probably the the leader of that group. Saying so just the energy that he brings, and, and on top of the playmaking, I'm just glad he's he's going to be okay long term. Second and eleven from the three. Stretch play left to Young. He's hit in the backfield and dropped. He'll lose another yard back to the two yard line. Colin Miller through that time sets up third down and twelve. Welcome back to another edition of our Cornhusker Conversation. Today we're happy to welcome in Nebraska middle linebacker Colin Miller. Colin, a handful uh, of games under the belt now, and you know we were just chatting a little bit ago. I, I know the season hasn't gotten off to the start that we had hoped, but probably a little bit better feeling going through this and watching film than what we were going through six months ago. Yeah, tell me about it. I mean, all we wanted to do was play football. Um, we just wanted to get back in, hit somebody new, run around, and just play the game that we love. So, yeah, definitely better being out here than being at home, sitting on the couch, watching other people play. You and I chatted a, a, a few weeks ago just about the, the tone of the middle linebacker room right now and, and what that's been like without Mo and having to develop, I don't want to say a new culture, but kind of a, it's a new feel. Anytime you lose a captain and a leader, there, there's a void there. What's, what's been the, just the attitude and the day-to-day like in that middle linebacker room, Colin, without him and, and you and Will kind of taking things over? Yeah, I definitely think um, Mo like showed us the ropes on how things were supposed to be done around Nebraska, um, taking people under their wing, um, coaching them up when they need to be coaching them up, loving them up when they need to be loving up. But um, yeah, I definitely think we got a good group of guys in here, you know, um, from all over the place. Um, but yeah, I mean, we all talk and goof around and laugh all the time. and. Um, when it's when it's football time, it's football time, and we lock in. But outside of the stadium, we we know how to have a good time, and you know, kind of like build this relationship that we have. It's been really fun watching your role change over the years already. It's hard to believe that you're already one of the older guys that uh, yeah. that that is looked at in the room. Um, when you think about, or maybe maybe it, it, it comes up with talks to your to your parents or to friends back home, but just how far you've come already in your career at Nebraska. I know. Middle of the season isn't time to reflect, but maybe you did some of that, you know, during the the pandemic. But have you thought about your 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 progression, I guess, in this program to where you started to where you're at now, and having the the role that you have and have everybody kind of look up to you? Yeah, it's crazy to think about um, from when I came in as a redshirt freshman to being the old guy, being a senior, and you know, everyone looking kind of at you like you're the old guy around the around the locker room. But um, yeah, coming in as a redshirt freshman, um, came in as a DN, like hybrid outside linebacker, whatever you want to call it. Um, had my hand in the dirt, rushing against those tackles. Um, so going up against guys like David Neville and Nick Gates and all these guys that, you know, people now today have no clue who they are, but I had good relationships with people back then. Um, so yeah, so putting my hand in the dirt and rushing them to next thing you know, new coaching staff comes and I'm working as a linebacker inside, outside, bouncing between like fourth and one another. And then here comes another staff and then I'm moved to outside linebacker. I'm getting comfortable with outside linebacker and then I go to inside linebacker. And um, now I'm kind of, you know, comfortable at inside linebacker, I'm voted captain of my teammates, um, just starter. So, I mean, it's it's been a long journey, long process, but it's definitely paid off in my favor, I could say. Um, coming from a DN and next thing you know, I'm inside linebacker. 
What were you recruited as? Like what? Like when when they were pitching you to come play at Nebraska, what what was their their selling point and and you coming to be? Because everybody wants to know how the, how they're going to fit in at the at the next place. What what did they tell you about what what to expect with your role? Yeah, so I was with um, Hank Hughes, who was the defensive line coach, and before I even got to campus, Hank Hughes was released and. Um, they brought in John Perella. John Perella used to play here, uh, played in the NFL for a long time, love, love Coach JP, um, have a lot of respect for him. But um, just to get me here, um, it didn't have to do anything with my position or anything like that. Um, I just loved Nebraska. I loved what Nebraska brought to the table, um, the fans, um, just the people around Lincoln, just very welcoming people, very open-armed people. Um, so, yeah, Lincoln, Nebraska is kind of what sold me. But, yeah, I just came here just to play football. I loved everything about Nebraska. It's hard for me to remember exactly everybody's recruiting story. But if I remember right, you were a really late commit. You were one of the last members of the class. What what was your process like? And I know I, know I remember the day you committed and, and seeing some of the things that you had to say in high school about this being, you know, a place that you had in mind and really wanted to come. But what was your process like? What do you remember about that that time getting recruited and you know being one of the the later guys to decide where you wanted to go? Yeah, so um, taking visits to places all around the states and kind of just getting feels for new states I've never been to before um, was always good. And then I'm coming to Lincoln, Nebraska, kind of with like um, what's gonna what, what's Lincoln, Nebraska all about? You know. Um, and then I come, and the next thing you know, I fall in love with everything about it. Um, the city, the people, uh, just the atmosphere of the state of Nebraska is what I love. Um, but, yeah, just seeing a fellow um, high school alum, Randy Gregory, who played here, you know, watching him on TV every Saturday and just seeing Nebraska and seeing all the fans, 95,000 fans plus, and everything that Nebraska brought to the table, I just was always saying that, Nebraska just had this gut feeling, gave me some gut feeling that like I wanted to take a visit. I wanted to see it. I wanted to maybe play there one day just like Randy did. And um, yeah, I got the offer pretty late. Um, it was after the football season. I took my official visit, um, came to a basketball game. I think they played Minnesota or something like that. Came to a basketball game and just going into that stadium and seeing a sold out basketball stadium. And, you know, just seeing the passion of the fans in a close game like that um, was just unbelievable. You know, I mean, these you could just tell right then and there that these fans die for the Nebraska Cornhuskers, no matter the sport, no matter what, what the season or the outcome is of the season. They're, they're going to be there no matter what. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I knew as soon as I came here on my official visit that this was going to be the spot for me. And I committed on my official and never looked back. People may... Um, not know where you're from. You're from the heart of Big Ten country. I mean, right there in the middle of, of a lot of schools. Colin, when you look back and at, at freshman in high school, Colin Miller as a football player, wh what do you remember about that guy? You know, so so new, so green, and, you know, his whole life ahead of him. When, when what, what do you remember about freshman, maybe even sophomore year in high school, Colin Miller as a football player and where he was at that time? Yeah, that, that kid is a complete different kid, I'll tell you that, from, the, <laughs> from who I am now. So, yeah, there's a lot of things I wish I could go back and tell myself what to do and what not to do. But, um, yeah, I mean, freshman, sophomore year, Colin, um, still the same, I would say, in a lot of aspects. But still a lot of things that I would, you know, go back and 
make my priorities better. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm still that hard-nosed, gritty kid that is a sore loser that always wants to win. Um, I was like that in high school too. I hated losing. Um, no matter the sport, no matter the game, we could play checkers, we could play chess, we could play um, anything, hide and seek, you name it. Um, I never wanted to lose. And I was just like that in high school and I'm like that now. But um, yeah, I mean, coming from Indiana and uh, everyone's always like, oh, they're known for basketball, but our football's pretty big there too um, in, in high school. So it was always good competition. Um, but freshman year, I was just, you know, trying to, get looks. I always knew that I wanted to play college football. Um, so I was always trying to get on coaches' radars and get on schools' radars. And then sophomore year is when I started varsity. And that's when I would say that the recruitment kind of picked up from there. And then, um, yeah, just the process of, you know, visiting schools, seeing schools, and just getting the feel for schools of how it fits me, how I fit them and um, just going from there but yeah definitely definitely easier times back there in freshman sophomore year you know got grandma's cooking mom's cooking everything like that <laughs> that was always waiting for you at home and yeah it's it's, it's uh good to remember if you could bring one meal down to lincoln right now and eat from home what are you eating mm, i would say if i could bring one meal from home probably my uh, grandma's baked spaghetti meal. She makes a mean baked spaghetti uh, meal. <laughs> has all the sides, has everything you need. Good dessert, probably like, the dessert would probably be, let's see. I don't know, this is a, she makes a lot of like pies and stuff like that, like a lot of pies. So it'd probably be some type of pie for dessert. But yeah, trust me, I miss those meals all the time. Yeah, that's money. That's money right there. Let's uh, let's rewind a little bit further in your career. You know, just starting to play football. Were you always a, ne- a defensive guy? I know a lot, a lot of times when, when we have these talks with players that end up defenders, you know, they were like everybody. They wanted the ball in their hands when they first started playing Pee Wees or, or Pop Warner or whatever. What, what was kind of your, your beginning intro to football and where you played and really how you fell in love with it? Yeah, um, growing up as a kid, um, actually I was like, kind of an offensive and defensive player. Um, I was a running back for quite some time. Um, I don't know who taught me about my swag, if you want to call it swag or <laughs> my type of what I was wearing, but I would be a running back and I would only wear like one glove. I would have one glove on and then the other glove would be barehanded. Luke and I would McCaffrey. Run the ball. Yeah, Luke, call me Luke McCaffrey, yeah. <laughs> so I would run the ball. Um, but then, yeah, I don't know what it was, but I forget what year it was, but then I switched to defense to where um, – Defense was a little priority, and then actually, as I got to uh, middle school, we I played on a uh, travel football team, and I was actually an offensive lineman for quite some time. Just so now I'm not even touching the ball, I'm not even tackling anybody, I'm blocking the people um, to where people kind of don't even you know look at you or even see you. You know, you're just there, kind of a little bit <laughs> on the middle school travel team. You're kind of just you know showing up, trying to get your buddy some touchdowns and whatnot. Um, but then, yeah, middle school, um, I switched over after probably a couple years of my middle school travel. I went to defense, and then from defense to, I would say, seventh and eighth grade is when I just stri- strictly started playing um, defense. And then freshman year, I played defense. And then sophomore, junior, and senior year, I kind of was like a, uh, you could say, like, defense, the player, but also, like, goal line, a package of, like, a guy that could just, like, run in there and try and create space a little bit. 
um, for the running back to get into the end zone. But yeah, I would definitely say I'm more of a defensive guy. Um, just like to hit people, you know. Colin Miller, Husker middle linebacker, our guest here on our Cornhusker conversation. Is Colin, is football something that's always been prevalent in your family? Are you guys a football family or is this something that was new to you? Or how, how did you know, how, how does you being in college, you know, fit the vibe of what your family is all about? We, we just, the name that just popped in my head, Luke McCaffrey, we were just talking about him. We know that's a football family, right, with all of his brothers and his dad. Right. What's, what's football as a sport like in the, in the Miller house? Yeah, so um, football's big. I, I mean, I can't even tell you one boy that is in our family, all the way to my cousins, to my uncles, to you name it, that hasn't played football or was passionate about football. Um, we love it. I mean, just putting the pads on, putting the helmets on, your parents taking you to the games, driving you to the games, cheering you on with their seats. Um, they love it too. I just think it's just a Miller thing. It's just uh, kind of just a physical sport. They like the physical sports. Uh, my uncles were big into hockey. Um, they So another physical sport, but we also just love sports in general. I used to play baseball up till I think my senior year in high school. Um, my brother, 16 years old, Christian Miller plays football. Um, I just think it's just a Miller thing that we just love is football. You know, we're big Colts fans. We're from Indiana, big Colts fans. Um, yeah, I just think that's just like part of the Miller blood is just some football. That's that's awesome. You mentioned your family. How important have they been to you over the last few months um, dealing with all this? And I, I know they're probably wanting to be close to you, wanting to be around you and making sure you're safe and all that. And, you know, you know, moms and grandmas and all the moms are probably protective over here, making sure you're safe. What's this been like with your family? You know, you having to go through this and the testing protocols and everything to make sure that you're safe and, and you can play football every day. Yeah, so I'm, I can't thank them enough for always just being there and being supportive for me through everything I'm going through here. Um, just knowing the sacrifices I have to make being 10 hours away from home and then being at home um, away from me. But yeah, going through a uh, crazy time like this, you know, they've been panicking here and there. You know, my mom's a nurse, so she's kind of a uh, frontliner. Um, so she sees everything before anybody else sees it. So when the, the numbers increase of the crazy times like this, she's, she's panicking, not wanting me to get too close to people or big groups of people. Um, my grandma's probably the biggest panicker of them all. Um, she's probably the one that's always calling me, making sure I have my mask on, making sure I have my hand sanitizer <laughs> in my pocket. Um, yeah, so, I mean, they're, they're very, very cautious and um, trying to make me be careful of the situation that's going on, but it's all love here. And um, they know it. I know it, too. And it, it may seem like they're being a little too much, uh, but I know they just have my best interests and want me to be safe. No doubt. Uh, Colin, we've taken a lot of your time. One more here before we let you go, and it's it's – it's something that, that I know it's talked about in the teams, talked about every day. You mentioned hating to lose, and you've been around this program at a time where we've just been rebuilding constantly, just waiting to take that next step. And I feel like we're probably as close now as you've been in your entire career. How do you keep going, man? I mean, just week after week, these close losses have piled up. I, I mean, I don't know how many games you've lost in your career by a touchdown or less. I mean, where are you at right now with everything that's gone on on the scoreboard and how close this team is to turn this around to where, you know, that pain on one end of the spectrums, joy on the next from, from the wins to come. Where are you at right now dealing with where we've gotten to this point? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I, I hate to lose. Um, biggest sore loser there probably is here in the stadium. Um, one thing that, like, as as bad as it sounds, but losing kind of taught me a lot of things. 
of how to deal with losing. Um, you know, you deal with it for quite some time. Let's just say, like, after the game, you deal for it for that night. But then the next day, you, you just got to turn the page. You just got to keep moving on and keep looking forward to uh, perfect your craft and um, fix the mistakes that got you to that point to lose the game. Um, but as you get older and older, you just got to keep these young guys, you know, heads on the right path and, you know, just know that everything's going to get better. Because before, it, it wasn't like this. And I can say that because I've been here in this program for quite some time. But it hasn't been like this to where it feels different. And I can say that, and I mean that with everything. It just feels different in the locker room to, you know, guys are pissed off that we lost that game and know we should have won that game and how close it is with these good teams um, losing by a field goal, losing by one score, you know, point of a game. And just knowing that it just takes, you know, one play can change it all. If we could take one play back, we could win. If we could, you know, just keep moving forward from here on out of not beating ourselves, um, these games will just start to turn to victories. And I think that's one thing that we need to learn is how to finish games, how to, when we are on the lead, just to keep the, keep the gas going, keep the pedal to the metal, um, and just don't let up. You know, I feel that if we can do that, we're, we're going to become a great team um, that can just finish games when we need to. Well, I think I think those that are around the team and around the program can sense that it's turning. I just hope for your sake that it it turns sooner rather than later and you get to experience all that joy because when it happens, it, it'll make all this worth it and all the work that you've put in worth it. Colin, thanks so much for sitting down with us, man. Best of luck this week. Keep that body healthy and let's go turn this thing around, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Appreciate it.